0: Hi, I'm P, and this is my podcast. This is, I think, episode six. It seems like it's going to be very human designy, So just a warning ahead of time. These questions all seem to have to do with human design. So let's get started. The first question is, I am a 3-5 emotional generator. I'm going to kind of paraphrase this. And this generator had a reading with someone, and they have a a quadruple split, and based off of that reading, they they were told that it means that they might have, like, separate different authorities, and you want me to kind of explain quadruple splits and the authority, so... Your authority is the authority that's listed on your chart. So let's say you're a splenic authority being, your authority is your spleen. However, when you are a, even a triple split or a quadruple split, what that means is that you are experiencing three or four different little mini charts, basically, inside of your chart. And so when you have these mini beings inside of your being you will take time to process information because it has to go through every little mini being in your chart. So let's say you're a triple split and you have a head and Anya connection. That's one of the little mini beings. You have a splenic root center connection. That's another mini being and then a heart and G center connection. That's another mini being. They have the information that enters you has to go through all of those segments to be able to fully process that information to make an an informed decision. So it'll take you time to make decisions because for them to connect to each other, either a day will have to pass or a transit has to pass to turn a gate on in your chart that will connect one center to another, or you have to interact with people who have those centers defined so that the information can move through your body. But your authority is your authority. It's just that you won't always experience it every day. It's going to depend on the day or who you're talking to when you will be in touch with that authority. Hopefully that is clarifying. Next question. What's the difference between an emotional manifester and other types of manifestors? So I will just describe the emotional solar plexus in general, because this applies to most emotional types. Now, the way that you are an emotional defined being is going to vary based off of what channel is causing you to be an emotional defined being. And if you are an emotional defined being, what that means is that you have a channel that is attached to your emotional solar plexus in human design. So, when you have an activated solar plexus, what that means is that you have consistent access to the ability to fully, viscerally connect with emotion. The way I describe it is that emotions are spiritual entities that belong to themselves without physical form. Emotional beings, when they interact with emotions, those spiritual entities are able to fully stretch out in the bodies of the emotional beings more so than that of a non-emotional being, and if can do this for a longer period of time, it could take time for the emotion to fully wash over the fullness of you when you have a defined solar plexus, it actually takes up space in all of your chart when you're feeling something. It doesn't always mean that you experience strong emotions, it's just that you experience them in a very deeply intertwined way could mean that it just takes you a longer time to understand and process your emotions. It could mean that you feel things extremely deeply. It could mean that you feel things for just a longer period of time than maybe someone else might feel them. And it could mean that when you are feeling, not could mean, it will mean that when you are feeling an emotion, you are somewhat disconnected from the other energy centers that are in your body for that time period. So when you have an emotional authority, you want to allow the emotions to express, fill out, take up space, sit with you, whatever it is the emotions want to do with you, hang out there for however long they want to hang out, then they will move through like a wave through the body. Once that moving through happens, you experience clarity and then you're able to make decisions. And this is for all emotional type beings. This next one was a bunch of questions in one question, so I'm going to separate them. The first one is, if you have an open spleen, do you have intuition? And you do, you're probably an intuitive being, but it's gonna be in a way that is different than splenic hits. Splenic hits are these instant knowings. It's like sometimes even an audible whisper of what comes next. It can be a form of pattern recognition. It's what I call super logic. And I call it super logic because it's like logic that works way faster than what your brain can process. But intuition can also show up in different parts of your chart as for instance, some people might have a natural sense of knowing immediately, like in their chest, body knowing of the direction they're supposed to be heading in. Some people might have a very keen sense of emotional awareness, like they walk into a room and they can read other people's feelings in the room very easily, which is another type of what people would might call intuition. But these splenic, intuitive, almost like animalistic, instinctual hits, you're probably not getting them as often as someone who has a defined spleen on your own. However, when you are in contact with someone else who has a defined spleen, you are taking in some of their intuitive information, which often is associated with like fear and anxiety and amplifying it. So there might be times where you feel kind of overwhelmed by the experience of having splenic, intuitive hits. The next question was basically, how do you sleep on it or wait on it when you are an emotional authority and need to make an immediate decision? Try your best to sleep on it is what I would say. A lot of decisions aren't as immediate as we think they need to be. So I would allow yourself to be patient with your decision making process. But let's say it's like a small thing, like where do you want to eat and you need to know, I don't know, in the next five minutes, see if you can sit with that question for like the next five minutes and allow yourself to kind of settle first like while you're not experiencing or try to like allow the wave to calm down before even answering that question but at the end of the day you're the one who makes the choices so if you need to make an immediate decision and you have to just go ahead, go ahead and do it if you gotta. Lastly, someone asked as a man, Jen, can you respond to ideas in your head? And what I do as a man, gen, or even a generator, if I have an idea in my head, I will ask a reality to show, to like give me something to respond to outside of my body, just so I can make sure that I'm actually having a body response because the mind does cause some disruption to the sacral response. And so moving out of the mind just isn't the best idea. Allow it to, some sort of indication to show up in your outside world and then respond to that is what my personal recommendation is. Okay, so this next question was about the energy supply of generators and manifesting generators and is it really unlimited? And yes, it it's very powerful manifesting generators do need to take probably a bit more breaks than the generator does have to take when it comes to energy output they tend to experience like highs and lows of energy throughout the day but it's uh, it's it's energy that's burning through their body all all day I hear a lot of people talk about, especially generators say that they're, they're being drained. And I do not believe that that is a thing. I don't believe the generators get drained. I believe the generators do things that they don't wanna do. And then their sacral starts not to stop giving them energy because the sacral is like, hey, that's not what we want. We're gonna shut this thing down because we don't wanna do this. I don't wanna be here. But generators are designed to give life force energy. If you're feeling drained, are you doing things you don't want? That's the question. And to go back to like the manifesting generator breaks, those breaks aren't necessarily because of energy loss, it's because of like interest loss. So manifesting generators can get bored in the middle of doing something and they should ask themselves to that like pause and that moment of truth and ask, do I wanna continue doing this? Because we tend to need to pivot more often than a generator might pivot. so that's just, I just wanted to talk about that. The next question is what are the implications of having an undefined center that has one or more active gates? The What happens with that is that you will not experience the energy of those gates unless that center is activated in your chart. That's what that means. The next question is, do I have a certain thing that helps me to click into my intuition? So for me, it's just not underestimating the fact that I have an intuition and not questioning that voice that I hear in my head because my intuition is literally always constantly communicating with me. It never stops. It never shuts up. It's actually very annoying sometimes. So I would say pay attention to the voice (laughs) that you may hear depending on your chart and like how you might even actually pick up intuitive pings. But don't disregard The fact that you have an inherent knowing somewhere inside of you. And they also asked, do I have anything specific that helps to click in to connect to spirit? helps me to click in or connect to spirit. And again, it's a constant thing. So you are spirit. You don't really have to do much to connect to spirit. You are like within spirit all the time. And so an awareness of that is very helpful. I mean, the fact that spirit is literally always constantly trying to communicate with you all the time. There's something that is always attempting to get your attention. And yeah, I had another question about emotional authorities, but I believe I answered it with the previous question about emotional authorities, so I will go to the next one. What can be done about an open center with no active channels? Nothing there's nothing to do. I just appreciate the fact that you came here to experience not having consistent energy in that place at times. And then other times you get to really absorb that energy and experience it in a very intense way and amplify what it means to have energy in that center. And during those times you were learning about the energy in that center. And the times where you're not experiencing it honor the fact that other people are experiencing it and honor the fact that you are able to get away from that energy and experience differentiation. I just want to talk about this because people talk about their open and undefined centers as if there are flaws or as if, like, there's something wrong. And it's like, no, you built, the, like, you chose your chart and you chose to have some areas undefined so that you could experience what it's like to not have and have energy in those places. Yep, that's all I got to say. And now I got to say stuff about stuff. First thing, I now offer timeline jumping sessions and it's basically you embodying a new version of yourself and you do it with me via hypnosis and just the nature of my energy because I'm here to be a little bit of a, of a mutator. So there's that. If you wanna book a human design reading, that's done on my website too, just like the timeline jumping at pthefairy.com and click work with me. The link should be in the show notes. And then my Instagram is at P the Fairy. That's all. I love you. Bye.